Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Hey, uh, well, we, uh, it's September, yeah? September, uh, September, uh, 6th, 2014. Welcome to the Hasbro Black Forum, y'all. We got, uh, sidetracked there for a minute, trying to, uh, multitask. Hey, welcome to the show, though. You got me, Hasbro, driving the train this evening. As always, we've got a great, great uh, show planned for you uh, this evening. There's so many things going on in the world. Where where, where can we even start at? Yeah. The president just got back from this big NATO powwow. Hey, the president seemed kind of upset, yeah. I listened to him uh, speak in uh, Estonia. Prior to going over to the NATO meetings there, he had some rather uh, harsh words for uh, Russia, for one. I mean, this president seemed like he was really upset, y'all. I don't know where this thing's going to lead, but uh, he's got a lot on his plate. He's got ISIS to deal with in Iraq and Syria. He's got a Russia to deal with in Ukraine. He's got a Ebola 
epidemic breaking out in Africa. He's got a crisis on the border. He's got a crisis in Ferguson, Missouri. He's got a crisis in the Congress. Uh, hey, uh, y'all think driving while black is rough? Hey, <laughs> uh, they try. You try being uh, a president while black. Try being president while black. And see how you like it. And see how you like that. He's going to be addressing the nation here pretty soon. I mean, he got to go to Congress and get some kind of congressional authorization for uh, what's about to uh, take place over in that Middle East. Uh, that place is that place has been in upheaval for the better part of what two thousand years. For the better part of two thousand years, it's been uh, in constant uh, turmoil. Yeah, two thousand years, and uh, there's no easy solution. We can't we can't go in there and drop no kind of magic wall. We can't wave no magic wall. We can't wave no magic wand to get this thing done, y'all. We can't do it. Uh, uh, we, uh, We got to do something. We've got to do something. Uh, well, the president has uh, got to do something. I mean, you can't. A nation this powerful cannot have its citizens uh, heads chopped off in uh, such a brutal way without responding in some kind of way. The president's job demands that he uh, protect uh, American citizens uh, wherever they may be. And based on that, I'm uh, pretty sure that uh, that uh, he's going to be responding uh, in a in a rather forceful way. In a rather forceful way, yeah. So I don't know how this thing's going to shake out. I just hope that uh, uh, the president don't get caught up on that slippery road. That slippery road that uh, to Damascus that uh, so many so many has been the downfall of so many over the years 
Are we, uh... I've got some some of my peers seem to think that the president has got some kind of Excuse me, y'all. We got something in the air. Some of my peers seem to think that this president has a wherewithal to know that uh, going into Syria could be a slippery slope to Praise the wind, y'all. Yeah. We got to get back in. We got to get back in the the winners, the winners column, the winners column. We trying to make a run for the playoffs, and we trying to make a run for the playoffs, and not be dogs if we can't. Uh, it's gonna be tough. We got what twenty games left up there. This is a Braves, though. We're talking baseball. We we do everything out here. We <laughs> mostly, oh uh, yeah, we advocate advocate for social justice on behalf of Americans of Afghanistan. Primary primary function out here. Not because we don't love everybody. Now we advocate on behalf of Americans of Afghanistan by extension. We're part of that community and find ourselves uh, advocating on their behalf. I mean, Lord knows. We we need all of the advocacy we can get. <laughs> Y'all don't know. So we <clears throat> we find ourselves uh, advocating on their behalf. But we love everybody. Y'all model us to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder. But anybody out here on blog talk, uh, you know, we like to keep everything on the even keel. We don't like to get loud. We don't like to get loud. But with the noise out there in the country today, we have to, uh, from time to time, uh, crank up the volume a little bit to, uh, to get our uh, to get our message in, because we we could easily be drowned out. You could easily be drowned out, and we have been drowned out far too long, far too long. That's why uh, we caught up in this. Uh, that was one of the reasons I was 
one of the reasons we're caught up in this uh, predicament. This economic inequality predicament. has a lot to do with our own uh, timidity, if you will. But but no, there's more to it than just that. I mean, it's a lot more to it than that. That's part of of the problem, but that's a small part. That's not the main reason for the uh, economic equality. The main reason for it is uh, this separate, equal, racist, uh, laws that uh, was put in place after uh, the Civil War and stayed in place for uh, some 90 years after that war. Yeah, that's that's the main reason. I write about it, y'all, in my new book, Racism and Hate in American Reality. Y'all check it out. Go to HushmoBlack.com. Check my... And check it out. HushmoBlack.com. Yeah, it... uh, on your bookshelves now. Racism and hate in American reality speaks to the economic inequality and how it uh, came about and how it came about. <sighs> we It didn't just happen by chance, by happenstance, that uh, it didn't just happen by happenstance, huh? No. Mm-hmm. That was a cause, uh, you know, that cause and effect. That was a cause, you uh, Just missed it, y'all. We're looking at the base, y'all. Trying to keep up with the baseball game while we keep y'all abreast of just what it is that's going on in the world. The Braves are back in town next week. We'll be back to uh, make this final stretch into uh, this final run, stretch run to the playoffs. Well, I'll tell you what, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, I mean, to catch uh, the uh, Nationals. they got us about six games. Uh, we're two games out of the wild. Well, we, we're about a half a game out of the last wild place. The wild card team spot. I think the wild teams get two spots in the playoffs. It's about eight, eight teams make the playoffs. I'm kind of way out on that. <clears throat> But the Braves is scratching for uh, dear life to try to hang on to try to hang on to uh, their uh, 
their uh, slim hopes, slim as they may be, we 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 trying to uh, trying to get this thing over the hump here. We gonna do our best. We gonna support them from the rear. We <laughs> we we gonna do our best to uh we gonna do our best to uh push them from our platform. Yeah, the high school backboard. Yeah. Absolutely. We <laughs> we <laughs> y'all don't think we will any uh Clout. Y'all don't think we swill any clout out here on the Hushmo Black Forum? Hey, we we do what we do. We do what we do, y'all. NFL jump off uh, this Sunday. Although the first game was winning Thursday night, uh, Seattle and uh, Green Bay wasn't much of a game, y'all. <laughs> uh-uh. Seattle looked like they. Uh, Look like they they all ready to defend the uh look like they all ready to defend their uh Super Bowl title. And I don't see nobody <laughs> I don't see nobody stepping up to uh just knock them off either. That's just me now. Hey, that's just me. That's just me. I didn't see nobody stepping up. I don't see nobody stepping up to uh to uh uh but That boy almost was out there. I don't know what that was. He almost been out on first base, y'all. We look at the baseball game, y'all. We uh <laughs> hey, it's uh August sixth, y'all. September sixth, I'm sorry. What were we at? Hey. How's <laughs> my where you at? September sixth, y'all. Twenty fourteen. And ATL we come to you from. Yeah, you know. The big the big A. Justice Department starting a a uh, federal investigation into uh, the Ferguson Police Department, and I think they're going to broaden it to include uh, that whole St. Louis County uh, law enforcement and how they interact with the c- citizens there. There's all kinds of shenanigans going on there. 
I'm glad to see the Justice Department is uh, is going to have a look at it. That means something is horribly wrong when you got. Uh, first of all, you got a town that's seventy percent black, and you got a police department that's ninety-seven percent white. Yeah. Something's wrong with that. You know, that's that's, that's something's wrong with the uh with the makeup there. Uh yeah, he got he got there. He got there. Mm-hmm. Long pitch around this boy. We'll be all right. I don't know what the federal government can do or how much. Well, I know one thing they can do. They can make sure that, uh, uh, the people where uh, uh, civil rights are protected out there. And right now, it looks like it or not. Certainly, Michael Brown, the young man that was gunned down and uh, brought up on daylight, his, his civil rights was not protected uh, that day. Uh, I mean, by no stretch of the imagination, uh, can you... Uh, well, suggest that uh, somehow he was uh, his civil rights was protected. Uh, and um, it seems to be a uh, a reoccurring uh, pattern where young black men are killed uh unarmed uh, by the police. And it's, it's unacceptable. And, and we have to rail against it. I mean, it's, uh, it's been going on for years, uh, for far too long, for far too long. We uh, have to be vigilant. And uh, this thing, uh, it boiled over in Ferguson, Missouri. It got to the point where people, not just the people in Ferguson, people all over this country, uh, uh, is railing against uh, the police brutality that still uh, that still exists today in this country. Uh, uh, ain't that uh, uh, black people? Ain't that black people? Man? Yes. You, Killing black young males, you got both black people. So yeah, this thing is uh, 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 black people are caught up in this thing. Mm-hmm. Black people are caught up in this thing, yeah. We have to make a stand. We can't uh, sit idly by while our young are massacred by the state. That's the 
state racism that I write about in my book uh, is playing out in front of our very eyes uh, in Ferguson, Missouri. The pinup uh, state racism that I write about, the black pinup hate that I write about, is playing out in front of my, front of our uh, very eyes here. I mean, it's always been there. It's always been there, y'all. This ain't no new phenomenon. This thing's always been there now. When this president came into office, uh, sure enough, the racists came out of the closet and uh, came out in the open. I mean, just as soon as the president took office, uh, the tea parties and the likes, and now tea parties may not be racist. All large percentage percentage of them are. Yeah, it's just a fact, yeah. It's just a fact. A large percentage of that group are racist. And it's evident uh, uh, it's on full display with this uh, black president we got here. We're going to, uh, what time we got here, yeah? We got a house full of folks. Let's see, you got company from out of town, y'all, the hospital, dude. We got a tiny, uh, we had to break off and come out here and, and, uh, be with my audience. Oh, yeah, we have to uh, take time away from guests to come out here to entertain you all. I'm I'm not going to leave you all. Facebook friends, what's up? Y'all doing all right? Y'all take my my book out and leave me a uh, a critique. I've got uh, my first professional press release. Will be coming out in about a week or so. Y'all should see it out. It'll be floating around my Facebook. Now. Yeah, I'm impressed with the uh, write-up of it. Y'all check it out for yourself, though. Racism and hate of American reality. It speaks to uh, economic inequality that uh, that's going on in the country. That that's uh, uh, one of the main topics. Uh, in the country today. Uh, yeah, we talk about it uh, in our book, Racism and Hate. We blame uh, the economic inequality for the most part on the racist separate equal Jim Crow laws that uh, injured millions of Americans for some hundred years after the Civil War, after the 14th Amendment, 14th Amendment rights uh, protections of was non-existence when I was born in Georgia here in 1945. I, I, I didn't have no 14th Amendment protection. No, it injured me, my family, and millions of others. Uh, uh, because uh, they weren't uh, protected. And that's all states. We're not talking about racism by the citizens that exist. That exists a big, big problem. KKK and the likes, uh, nothing more than terrorist groups. Yeah. 
that's another one. Uh, no better than Al Qaeda and uh, any other terrorist group right here in this country. But we, we're not talking about them per se. Uh, not only them, but uh, the state itself. Yeah, the separate equal laws was the state racism, yeah. No, the state. That's who I. That's who took uh, my 14th Amendment rights away. The state, the state of Georgia, and the federal government codified all those separate equal laws in that 1896 uh, thing. That Plessy, Plessy versus Ferguson, yeah, that thing codified all the Plessy stuff into federal law. So when I when I uh, seek reparations, first of all, I'm of the opinion that. Uh, we won uh, reparation in that 1954 uh, case of Brown versus Board of Education when uh, the NAACP won that case. Uh, millions of blacks had uh, the right to petition the court for financial reparations for those injuries uh, that had occurred uh, in the workplace, not only in the school place, but in the workplace. Yeah. Yeah, they they didn't petition the court now for various reasons. One of them being uh, a threat uh, that uh, somehow if they did, it would create uh, more racial unrest in the South. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It was 1954. And uh, <laughs> they <laughs> somehow they concluded that if blacks if the NAACP, Thurgood Marshall and his legal team didn't petition that court for reparations on behalf of millions who had been injured uh, up and down the spectrum from the workplace to the school place <laughs> and everything in between, uh, that if they petitioned that court to ask for reparations for those injuries, that somehow it would piss or make... Uh, <laughs> Somebody mad and caused this uh, racial unrest to heighten it from 1954, y'all. Well, you know what happened. We did petition the uh, Supreme Court, and racial tension and unrest and hangings and bombings uh, went right ahead in the South. It didn't prevent it. So how 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 is it that... Uh, uh, Someone can suggest that uh, not to petition the court somehow we would be better off is beyond me. That's beyond me, y'all. It's crazy. The whole thing is crazy. I, uh, we, uh, but uh, anyway, the NAACP didn't petition that court. Emmett Till happened in 1955 to kill him. I bombed a church in Birmingham in 63. This is all during the civil rights movement of the marches and things like that. Trying to get some kind of, uh, some kind of, uh, uh, trying to get the country to uh, correct uh, the uh, injustices that uh, had been put in place under the separate equal laws for some hundred years by then, trying to get the court to uh, 
uh, when the Browns set them aside in 1954, trying to get the labor unions straight, trying to get the uh, the uh, equal pay and equal voting uh, rights and all that stuff, we still had to march in the street to get uh, uh, the civil rights uh, laws and all that crazy stuff that Johnson did in the 60s to uh, try to uh, make everything uh, 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 equal. They passed all these affirmative action laws, all this crazy stuff, and didn't do that one thing uh, to uh, help us uh, economically, to uh, uh, bridge that gap that had been uh, brought about by these uh, injurious Jim uh, Crow uh, laws. That had been brought about by this, about the Jim Crow laws that. Uh, Devastated uh, my people. We don't like to talk about it. I mean, people think that uh, somehow uh, we just poor by chance. <laughs> we poor, uh, uh, and we uh, uh, economically <laughs> deprived uh, by some chance. Well, by chance was by. Uh, a premeditated scheme, you know, that we uh, find ourselves in predicament that we in this self-fulfilling prophecy of racism uh, caused us to be where we are today. The self-fulfilling prophecy of racism, yeah, that uh, was put in place. Yeah. Any other European minority, they come to this country. Uh, 
Next thing you know, they all assimilated into the society, all of the Caucasian folks from uh, uh, Europe with no problem. The Africans have been here since day one. They all built the country. Uh, but uh, look at that John Murdoch's study, uh, An American Dilemma, uh, this social study that he conducted in the late 30s, mid-40s, that showed that 85% of uh, white Americans had a, a social racial bias against black people. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> How, if the majority of the population, 85% of them hold this bias, uh, I guess this minority over here, this minority over here is going to be uh, uh, subjugated to, uh, well, second-class citizenship, which is what uh, happened. Uh, if 85% of the majority is going to have a bias, a racial bias against the minority, we're in trouble. And we have been in trouble ever since. We've been in trouble ever since. Yeah. He called. Of that uh, racial bias, show, Vowing something about miscegenation or something. <laughs> that, had, that had a lot to do with it. White folks uh, afraid of uh, black blood. They, they think somehow <laughs> our blood is so powerful that... Uh, there's any co-mingling done that somehow they're going to come out on the short end of that thing, their blood alive. Uh, they don't mind. Now, one thing about it, they didn't mind uh, <laughs> a, a co-mingling as long as it was a white male and a black female. They didn't mind the co-mingling at all. Uh, from George Washington on, Thomas Jefferson on down, they didn't mind co-mingling with uh, black ladies, the white males did they just didn't want that thing twisted, yeah. They didn't want that thing to get twisted where uh, us black males are looking at co-mingling with the white uh, females. That was all. That was off limits there. Oh, we can go the other way. They oh, hell yeah, that was one of the perks for being white, one of the perks for being white in this country. I mean, you know, we could... Uh, <laughs> Hey y'all, uh, it's about twenty minutes till eight, y'all. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna get off this thing early tonight. Gonna be out here about another twenty minutes, y'all. Uh, gonna do an hour show this evening. Gonna take a quick pause for the calls here. And come back and close this thing out. We'll be uh right back. Y'all hang in there. You got me in the hush, bro. Running this show tonight. Trying to see if we can get this thing done without too much more commotion here. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls right now. We'll be right back. Y'all hang in there. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Hey, welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the Hey, it's about, uh, I don't know, it's quarter till eight, y'all. Uh, we're going to be getting out of here at uh, eight o'clock. We're we, uh, doing an hour tonight. Normally, we come to you every Saturday from seven to nine on Blog Talk, uh, Blog Talk Radio is where we uh, originate at. A great medium, by the way, too, Blog Talk. Y'all got something to say, I recommend it highly. Uh, Blog Talk Radio, we just kind of freelance this evening. Like I said, we do have uh, quite a few things going this evening, personal things. And we got to just... uh, all over the place uh, this evening. Next Saturday we'll be back uh, same time, same same uh, same place out here on Blog Talk. Uh, just a great, great time. Some of everybody out here. I mean, I was amazed. I've been out here about five years now. All right, some of everybody's out here. I've got some pretty fancy networks. Tavis, uh, Tavis Smiley, he's got a big, big network out here on Blog Talk. Uh, we just a uh, we're just a uh, a small fry. We're just a small friend. We've got to just do a two-hour thing. We we planning on uh, expanding to three hours and uh, do something a little, uh, get into a few more uh, uh, get into a few more uh, uh, things out here on Blog Talk. We 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 still uh, working up a new format. Hopefully, we'll have it done by the first of the year. We we you know we've been looking at it for a year or two now, trying to figure out how to best how to best uh, uh, how best to put our uh, program together. For uh, we 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 think we're vital. Uh, we're vital to uh, our uh, constituents. Uh, yeah, we you know we we, we advocate for the name of in our community that uh, have no voice. Mm-hmm. That have no voice, y'all. We just hit the ball at people, y'all. Hey, was hitting the ball, but hell, every time he hit the ball, he hit it at somebody. <laughs> that's that's what happens when you when you're going bad. See, like you hitting the ball all over the place, but there's, there's somebody. Always there. Uh, <clears throat> somebody seemed to be always there. Uh, someone's always there, waiting on it. That's what it seemed like. So, you know, we. I think it's going bad. It, when it rains, it pours, y'all, as they say. Yeah, it's raining here tonight. Where's this boy playing at here? Are you playing second base? You must be playing second base, but I... 
ISIS, y'all. I thought I, I did. I give y'all a homework assignment here a couple of weeks ago when we first started talking about ISIS and trying to figure out uh, what was their motive for blowing up uh, the tomb of Jonah. You know, Jonah, the biblical character that uh, God sent to uh, the city of Nineveh to uh, warn them of. Uh, to warn them that uh, they need to repent or uh, he was going to destroy that place, the great city of Nineveh. That's the same same place that those uh, Yazidis uh, are at. They're some of the same descendants from that area uh, back then. They've been right there in Iraq in that same Nineveh region for hundreds, about thousands of years. They've been right there. They, their religion is neither Islam nor Christian. They right there in the bedrock of where uh, Abraham come from. They right there in the midst of where Abraham himself originated from. Yeah, <laughs> they use it. They've been there. But they, uh, they're neither they're neither Islam or Christian. It's just a little. I'm still trying to figure it out exactly what, uh, why Islam, radical Islam, ISIS, I, they could say they're radical. I don't know how, you know. What is their beef with uh, the prophet uh, Jonah? They accuse the Yazidis of being devil worshippers. Jonah. Jonah is one of their uh, main prophets. Yeah, the prophet Jonah. That's one of their main prophets. They they uh, have a three-day uh, fast in his honor. From what I can tell, I mean, I... They have a three-day fast. Celebrating the three days that Jonah, according to scripture, uh, stayed in the belly of a fish after being thrown overboard there in rough seas, running away from God Almighty. God told the guy, try to, told him him, uh, to go up to Nineveh and he Ran away from God the first time. Got caught up on this uh, ship somewhere in rough seas there. The people thought he had some kind of devil in him and tossed him overboard. If he calmed down, he wound up getting swallowed up by a fish under the ocean there for three days. He decided to go back to... uh, 
the man upstairs. He, he decided to go back to the man upstairs. Uh, God, help me. This is after three days down there under that sea in the belly of this fish. Uh, hellacious uh, predicament, to say the least. <laughs> to say the least, this is a very uh, dire uh, circumstance Jonah found himself in. Now, God Almighty, I told him to go one way. He decided, no, I'm going this way. Now, once he ran into this roadblock going this other way, he uh, well, he didn't have uh, nowhere else to go. He didn't have no Jonah when he when he found himself in the belly of that fish. He he didn't have nowhere else to turn, y'all. I can uh, it's like one of those old. Proverbial Valley of the Shadow of Death he found himself in there. He didn't have nowhere, nowhere to turn. Just think, you, you're in the, you'd have been tossed overboard in the middle of the sea, swallowed up by this fish. <laughs> uh, down under, inside of this fish for three days, three nights. And you, uh, who you going to turn to? Who are you going to turn to? He turned to God. Turned back to God. God, help me. God, help me. God talked to the fish. Had the fish to spit him out. I'm going to try him one more time. Fish spit him out. Man upstairs came to Jonah again. Hey, go to Nineveh and tell those folks to straighten up and fly right or suffer the consequences. Sure enough, they uh, heeded Jonah's words and uh, repented. God spared uh, them. The Yazidis are some of the descendants of these people. It's no wonder that they uh, look favorably to Jonah. Jonah brought the word of God Almighty to him. Jonah brought the word of God Almighty to those folks, and uh, sure enough, it uh, they were spared God's wrath. And uh, since then, they've been uh, they've been uh, adhering to uh, those words of Jonah. I mean, who could who? Now, why would why wouldn't you? If somebody came to you and and told you that we that I speak for. God Almighty, God told me to tell you to do this, and uh, you did that, and uh, sure enough, you uh, you were spared God's wrath. Uh, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you uh, uh, believe uh, in Jonah as your uh, vessel or vehicle to uh, God Almighty? 
That makes sense to me. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Hey, y'all, that's just about going to do it. We're going to wrap this thing up this evening. Like I said, we're not we're only going to be out here an hour this evening. Uh, it's been my pleasure. Uh, come back and uh, be with us next week, the 13th of September. Saturday the 13th. Hey, y'all, it could be Friday the 13th. But Saturday the 13th, September 13th. 2012, we'll be 2014. We'll be right back out here on Blog Talk with uh, you all. Until then, we're going to call this thing a done deal. And we'll see you on the rebound, y'all. You got me, Hushmo. Tell a friend about us. Tell 10 friends about us to come check the Hushmo Black Forum out. On blog talk, y'all. Go to hushmoblack.com. That's my website. You can follow us from there. Got a website from there you can follow. We got a uh, uh, blog talk page. Go there and check us out, though. Hushmoblack.com. Check my new book, Racism and Hate in American Reality. It's timely. It's timely, y'all. Hey, until uh, next week, y'all. We'll see y'all. And ciao. Be good. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.